Okay, so there are parts in this episode I totally forgot it was a Marvel TV show. And I'm not gonna lie, I loved it. Let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Geek Cool. We're here talking about episode three. Power Broker of Falcon, of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. As always, if you could go ahead and hit that five stars, if whatever podcast app you're listening to this, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button, hit us a comment down below too. Also hit us some feedback on whatever podcast app you're listening to. Helps us out greatly in the algorithm, gets more listeners. Also, if you haven't yet, go follow us on all our social medias, TikTok. Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all Black Geek Cool. Go search it out. But we're about to get in this episode, so if you haven't watched this episode, please know we will be talking spoilers. We're going to spoil everything. So pause this, go watch it, come back and listen to it. But with that all out the way, guys, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. So this episode starts with a commercial for the Global Repatriation Council. Uh, it's basically saying like, hey, you were gone, you're back now, and we're here to help you to get back to life, all this other stuff. Showing all the good sides of it, and of course we cut right to the GC, or GRC literally busting and raiding a place where they believe Carly was at. Well, she was at there, because we know that French guy that they talked to. Uh, but they're trying to find her. So we also see we see the good they're supposed to be doing and the bad they're supposed to be doing. Um, and we have, of course, we have John Walker in there trying to be Cap. He walks in. He literally was like, hey, don't let them breathe. Don't give them time to shred anything. Get them down. We got to stop them. He goes in there and he has the audacity to say to the one dude that he believes is harboring Carly. He's like, do you know who I am? He was like, he said some stuff in French. I forgot. I didn't read it. But then he spit on my mans. And I was like, ugh, COVID. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me know if you have trouble watching stuff and not thinking about COVID. Like, it's weird. But yeah, he spit on his face. I was like, ugh, that's nasty. He wiped it off, and he was like, Lamar, I need a translator. So, my man's Battlestar, yes, terrible name, hilarious. He is the weird black sidekick. I don't like it. But this man is fluent. He is fluent in German. He is translating. He was like, dude said he don't know where they are. And John Walker was like, he knows where he are. He knows. And he was like, calm down, bro. Relax. Uh... We don't have a lead. We have nothing. We've been turning up rocks and getting nothing. The company's got nothing. Calm down. We'll find them. But really, they're helping people, giving supplies to people. So that's going to give them a lot of loyalty. And people are going to protect them. And he was like, that's not good enough. We need to find them. And he's got a real stick up his A for these people. I don't know why. I don't know if this is like his first big mission. So he's like, he's really got to solve it. But we're starting to see the small threads being pulled on him to show how he is unstable and might not be the best Captain America, or at least be the next new best Captain America. 
But from last episode, we know Sam and Bucky were going to go see Zemo. So they're at this German prison where Zemo is. He is in some cell, all Hannibal Lecter-like. And Bucky was like, look, let me go in and talk to him because he might not be cool with you because you're an Avenger. And Sam's like, he might not be cool with you either. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? He's like, but just let me, give me a second. So Bucky goes in there and talks to Zemo. First thing out the gate, Zemo is using them cold words. And Bucky's like, look, that don't work on me no more. Zemo's like, I know. I just wanted to see how you react to it. Um, of course, Bucky's like, look, there's a super serum. It's out there now. We need to know who has it. And Zemo, the smart man he is, putting things together. Like, well, you came to me. So that means you don't believe it's these people. You believe it's Hydra. So you're here talking to me because you believe I know more about Hydra because, you know, I got all the papers and stuff. But you're trying to do this secretly and he is like putting things together. Zemo is not playing games. Um, But Zemo also does not like the Super Serum Syndrome. So you know he is down to help him. Thing is, Zemo is in jail. (laughs) But Zemo is willing to help. And Bucky... Breaks him out in a very cool breakout scene. It's not like super flashy. It's just like spy-like and real. It's more realistic how you would break out of jail, honestly. Which makes it even better. But it also shows Zemo's skill to think on his foot. Uh, I know Bucky asked him about some book he was reading. And I don't know if that was a way of getting that little piece of paper he needed to start the fight. That got the fight going, that got the guards come down, that got the bell rung, that got the whole raid fight going on, which gave Zemo the time to break out. Choke a guard, take his suit, get a key card, follow the other guards down the road, escape out of a door, a side door, and get out. Uh, The funny thing is, (laughs) while he's doing it, Sam is talking to Bucky in some garage place and Bucky's like, uh, we need Zemo. And Sam's like, we don't need Zemo. We can figure this out on our own. But Bucky's like, maybe, what do you think about us breaking out Zemo? And Bucky's, Sam's like, no, uh, you know what Zemo did. Uh, you know what he is. He messed with our heads. We don't need him here. Uh, the UN doesn't like him. He killed people in the UN. He killed King T'Chaka. So, you know, the Wakandans don't like him. They haven't forgot about it. And all while he's saying this, literally Zemo is breaking out and then shows up there. <laughs> and Sam's like, and though it is a moment where Bucky was like, um, well, well, what if theoretically we did this? He was like, Bucky, what'd you do? <laughs> and then Zemo shows up. He's like, no, no, you're going back to jail. <laughs> it's hilarious. Sam and Bucky are great together. And then with this added chemistry of Zemo, it is bonkers. It works so well. Zemo, Sam, Bucky all work so well together. But Zemo's like, hey, I can be help. They both tell him to shut up. <laughs> and then uh, Sam is trying to tell Bucky, like, no, we got to take him back to jail. We can't do it. Bucky's like, no, we need him to get to this super serum. We don't know where to go. He has leads. He knows people that we don't know. We need to use him to get to the serum serum or we're lost, basically. Sam is like, oh, this is stupid. Zemo chimes in again. Sam says, shut up. And then he's like, fine. Zemo, 
you do whatever we tell you. At no point you make your own moves or you go right back to jail. And Zemo's like, that's fair. And they're off. <laughs> they're off. I guess they went to Zemo's. Zemo has like a car garage and he's picking up things. And he sees his purple mask, legendary purple mask, which he's going to get. Where in this scene thought they were going to hold on to it, but they put it right out there. Um, and then they go to Zemo's plane, and this is where Sam realized Zemo's rich. I forgot Zemo was rich because he is Baron Zemo, so he is a Baron. I totally forgot he was rich, but he's like, yeah, I'm rich. I'd be even more rich if you didn't drop an island on my land. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we did do that. We did do that. Um... And it, it kind of hurts a little more because Sam is like, look, I've been saving lives, saving all these people, being a hero, no money. This dude killing people, all the money in the world. How does that work? How does that work? <laughs> it's hilarious. But they get on Zemo's plane. Zemo's butler is like, sir, it's so good to see you. I uh, miss you. And he was like, um, smell the food to see if it passed the, if it doesn't pass the smell test. Give it to them. He's like, oh, sir, it's good, good to have you back. Him, he just likes him being rude to people, I guess. I don't know. But while they're on the plane, Zemo pulls out Bucky's book that he had wrote, you know, the names in and trying to make up for it, you know, him being a winter soldier, the people he killed. And he's like, what do these names mean? And Bucky jumps at him like, don't push it. And Sam sees the book. He's like, I know that book. And that's when he, we, I didn't realize it myself. We find out that that book was actually Steve's book. And he was like, yeah, I told Steve to listen to Trouble Man. And he put it in that book. And he was like, did you listen to Trouble Man? Bucky's like, yeah, I listened to it. And he was like, so you say you didn't like Trouble Man? And Zemo chimes in. He's like, Trouble Man is a beautiful, uh, it's beautifully arranged, beautifully done. It is the best depiction of African American struggle in in the in America, and Sam's like he 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 kind of stepped over a boundary. But yeah, he's right though. He's right. He's a hundred percent right. And he's like, you can't. How do you not like Marvin Gaye? And Bucky's like, I like it. It's okay. <laughs> it was hilarious. This this I would have. This is the stuff that they. That makes it worth watching. Them just talking to each other about stuff we do know about, but also showing them it works. It's hilarious. It's so good. But yeah, um, then Zemo tells them that they have to. The one thing about um, Captain America that he dislikes is that people put him up on a pedestal, make him an idol, and forget the bad things he's done, the wrongs he does. And Bucky's like, watch it, watch your mouth. No, Sam, I think Sam says watch your mouth. He was like, no, Bucky, you know this. You went to have to go capture a man who was idolized as well and did terrible things. He was talking about the Red Bull. Um, And that's why he hates false idols and stuff. Kind of getting a little more why Zemo's doing what he's doing. I get it. I get it. I get it. But he's like, look, we have to go to this place called the Magis... No, how do you pronounce it? Madripoor. I think I pronounced it right. So, side note, I didn't know anything about Madripoor. 
Um, in the show, it's just like a criminal land where people can do bad stuff and hang out and be safe if they're criminals. Uh, but I guess in the comic books, it has um, it's more for like mutants refuge kind of thing, not like Genosha, but similar to Genosha. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Genos, we're not even gonna try to get. But yeah, so they're heading there. So I don't know if that is a X Men drop. I'm trying to not throw like crazy theories out like people did for WandaVision, because I'm gonna just I'm gonna just deal with they show me. They showing me this. I'm enjoy this. I'm not gonna be like oh this means this. No, that's how you get too far ahead of something and you start seeing stuff that's not there and you get disappointed. Just enjoy what they're giving you because it's magical. Anyway, we go to Carly, and I'm just going to give her for her full story in this uh, episode right now. So, first scene, we go to Carly. She's playing kickball with some kids. Somebody's like, hey, uh, you need to come um, see her right now. She really needs you right now. You need to come her to her. So, Carly goes up. We learn Carly's sitting there, which we learn is her mother, who has uh, titanitis? Tinnitus, not tinnitus. It's some bad disease. I don't. I don't. I, I feel I should have wrote that down, but I did. Uh, but she's, you know, she, this is her kind of softening her story, letting us know about her. So we don't just see her as a person that stole some stuff and is still helping people, but kind of the bad guy of the season. They're trying to give you different shades of this bad guy, so they have layers. So in that scene, she's, you know, sitting with her mother, being with her mother on her deathbed. Next scene, we see her at a GRC facility, uh, kind of uh, reconning it because they plan to break into it and steal the supplies they have there. And we learned that in, at one point she wanted to be a teacher and she really, really wanted to be a teacher like history or art or something like that. And, you know, thinking of the fond times and realizing those times are dead. Those times are gone. We're here now. We got something to do. Um, and she talks about the first time they took the serum and how it made their body feel. And she's like, we're going to use this power to make sure we bring stuff to the kids. So once again, making you see is not just black and white with her. There is gray, which makes a very compelling villain. Awesome way to tell a story. And then her third scene, final scene of this episode, they... Break into the C GCR, get all the supplies, and yelling at the soldier there is like, you guys are just sitting on the supplies, six months worth of supplies, where you could have been using it, giving it to people, you know, helping these people, and you're just not doing nothing. And I forgot the soldier said something, just being a dick. And she was like, whatever. And as they're leaving, she blows up a car that sets the building on fire. One of her guys, one of the um, flag smashers, like, hold on, there's people still in that building. And she goes, this is the only language they understand. Oh, you see the turn. She done lost her mom. Oh, yeah, her mom died. Uh, I said that really bad, but her mom did die. <laughs> and so she done lost her mom. She had, she the kind of only thing that kept her being good, she lost that. Now she's going kind of full evil. So I'm interested to see what happens to this character here. It is a great, like, way of showing a character dealing with terrible situations and trying to figure out who they are, who they are becoming, and not realizing how 
evil they're becoming and they're becoming like the people they despise. It's amazing. It's really good. But yeah, that's her whole story. Um, I want to see how dark they go with her. Speaking of dark stuff that happens, this episode is crazy full of dark stuff, but we're going to get to that. So Sam, Bucky, and Zemo are entering um, Madripoor. I, I, I say that weirdly. Um, <laughs> Zemo's like, look, we have to be our characters. These set characters in here are we will die. So you guys have to commit to these characters 100% or we won't make it out of here alive. Um, they had Sam be this guy called Smiling Tiger who has his fresh suit and Sam goes, I can't wear this suit and people are going to think I'm a pimp. <laughs> Zemo's like only an American would think a black man with a fashion forward look would be a pimp. And it's like, yeah, he's right. He's right. We think he's a pimp, but other people think he's just on top of the fashion age. Which is hilarious. But I guess there is an actual character called Smiling Tiger in the comic books. I don't know them per se. But that's a callback right there to Shay. And when we get into Madripoor, it is This is the moment where I totally forget that this is a Marvel TV show. Because it's like a rave going on. It's dark. It's gritty. Uh, it's like it didn't feel like a Marvel TV show. Which is really good for them to be able to still reinvent themselves and still have themselves within it. Works really good. And Magiport looks amazing. Like, I don't know where they shot that, but the city looked crazy. The people look amazing. Uh, there's drugs everywhere. <laughs> there's money all over. There's guns everywhere. So it's, it's a crime haven, <laughs> pretty much. So they go up to the bar, and they're like, uh, Zemo's like, hey... I'm here to see Shelby. I think it's Shelly or Shelby. Is it Shelly? I think it's Shelly. <coughs> Maybe it's Selby. Selby? It's Selby. Let's go with Selby. Um, um, and then the bartender is like, um, okay, I'll let her know. And he also asks Smiling Tiger that he wants his um, um, usual his smiling tiger's usual is i believe it's a snake's venom sack taken out and put into a shot glass i believe it sam was like uh you can see it on his face he was like uh and then zemo's like ah smiling tiger your favorite because <laughs> they got to keep that they got to keep that character up or they will die and this dude comes up to zemo and was like hey uh the power broker says you don't you're not allowed here anymore and Zemo's like, well, tell the power broker I have no issues with him. I'm only here to talk to Selby. So if bring Selby down. We can talk. I got the Winter Soldier with me. So dude goes off to tell him. And then this other dude comes back. And he grabs Zemo. And Zemo has to tell the Winter Soldier. He says attack. And Bucky goes into Winter Soldier modes. Throwing hands. Taking people out. Sam's just looking. He's doing his thing. And then all of a sudden the bartender's like, uh, Selby will see you now. So he gives the command for the Winter Soldier to stop. And they go up to see Selby. It is ridiculous. Like, it's it's a really cool, quick action scene. Um, but it's still, 
it's a little dark and hard to see, but still cool to see him. Oh, in the midst of the fight, uh, Zemo whispers to Sam, like, well, didn't take him long to get back in the Winter Soldier mode, did it? <laughs> He's messing with your hands, man. Don't trust him. Uh, <laughs> so they go up to talk to Selby, and Selby's like, hey, you know you're, you really shouldn't be here. Really shouldn't be here. And Zemo's like, look, I'm looking for the super serum. Um, I'll give you a deal. I'll give you the Winter Soldier if you'd let me know where the super serum is. And Selby's like, see, I guess it was a good thing I didn't kill you right away. Um, I thought you was in jail, though. Wasn't you in jail? I thought you was in a prison. And Zemo's like, you know people like us. We find a way to get out. And in the midst of them kind of making out the deal... Selby tells him, like, yes, the Super Serum is here on Mandapur. Sorry, I got a hiccup. Um, This Dr. Nagel is the one making it, but you need me to find him. And that little bit of breadcrumbs is all I'm giving you. That's for free. I want my money. I want real money. Uh, I want something for showing you where he is. So, basically... He's like, I'll give you Winter Soldier and all his commands and you have control of him. And she is drooling at the bits for this. In the midst of that, Sam gets a call. And she tells Sam to put it on speaker. It is Sam's sister. It's the whole, oh no, you guys are going to break my cover thing. It's hilarious. He's trying to play it off. She's like, what are you talking about? The bank didn't get this. He's like, yeah, the banker. He was doing a good job right up until she says his name and says Sam. Selby's like, who is this? Kill them all. Somebody shoots Selby, though. We learn later it's Sharon Carter. Yes, she's in Mandapur. Mandapur, oh, I wish I could say that right. Uh, <laughs> she's there hiding out because when she stole Cap's shield and Sam's wings to help them free uh, Bucky, she became wanted um, on the list. She, she had to flee, which is weird because it's like, hey, everybody else is back cool. Why are you not back cool? It's kind of weird. Suspicious. Very suspicious. But we'll we'll get to that later. But, yeah, Shelby's died, so Zemo's like, we gotta get out of here. Immediately after Shelby gets killed, apparently a bounty goes out on Sam. I, I assume Smiling Tiger, so I feel bad for dude, so he can't come back to a city that he thought he was welcome, and the Winter Soldier. Um, they got a bounty on their head in Madripoor, so now, I think I said it right right there. Y'all heard that? I said it right. In Madripoor, so now they're running for their lives, and again, once again, Sharon saves them again, and it's like, dude, what is y'all doing here? I told you... Uh, no, first they was like, what are you doing here? And she was like, I'm here because I gave you the shield and gave you the wings to save him from him. And now y'all here. Uh, <laughs> and then she was bad. She was doing her thing. Like she has another fight scene in this. She is killing it in this. Like she was doing her thing. Uh, but she's like, Hey, I got a place. Come back here. Chill out my place. We'll be safe for then. So they get back to her place and Sharon is she kind of she kind of roasted them like she's like she told uh Sam like that was stupid for you to give up the shield uh also have you realized this whole hero thing is uh being a hypocrite and all this it's not worth what it is 
And uh, she also told Winter Soldiers, like, oh, how you like the new cap? You all about them um, stripes? <laughs> she was going in on them. Bear Zemo just sitting back like, ooh, I like her. I like her. She's going in on them. But she's like, look, I haven't seen my family. None of y'all called me. And Sam feels bad for her. He's like, look, I was on the run. Then I, the blip, I kind of forgot. And she was like, well, that's all well and good, but I'm still here. And he's like, do you not want to see your family anymore? And she's like, if I step foot, they will arrest me. I didn't get pardons like you and the Avengers. And he was like, well, they gave big uh, staring metal arm man here a pardon. I'm pretty sure they could give you one. She was like, I don't want your charity. He was like, fine, let's make a deal. You help us find this Dr. Nego, and I'll make sure you get a pardon. And she's like, whatever. But it's very weird. Like, you just said you didn't want charity, but you was going to help him anyway. But why is you like, it, it's, 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 it's suspect. It's very suspect. I'm, I like Sharon, but I want to know what's going on with her. I 100% need to go with on what's going on with her. Is she in line with the power broker or what? I'm not sure. I'm just throwing that out there. See, these are the kind of um, theories we can throw out there. I didn't say. I think Wolverine's going to be up there next. That's just too much. Too much, people. Too much. Anyway, she's like, y'all chill out. I got a party. Y'all get dressed. Hang out the party. I'm going to see what I can find out. While they're doing that, um... Um, John Walker and uh, Battlestar go to the German prison to find to talk to Zemo because that's there's the one of their new leads they're trying to get and find out he's escaped. Um, John Walker instantly believes Sam and Bucky has something to do with it, and Battlestar's like, "Look, dude, we can't blame them for this. We don't have any evidence." We still have to do things by the book. And John Walker's like, maybe this time we're going to do it off the book. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I don't like this guy. <laughs> I don't like this guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, I forgot to talk about the party. So there's a party and we see, we literally see. Oh, one more thing before we get to party. We find out how Sharon's been surviving. She's been selling, like, very expensive art. Uh, she had a Monet, and Sam was like, oh, you know, you copping fake Monets. You could let this whole bad guy thing go down. And Bucky was like, nah, that's a real Monet. Didn't you know that most museums don't have real art in it? They're usually the real art is in places like this. And Sam Googles it and was like, why nobody tell me this? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that makes sense. Because museums don't have the best security. And if you really wanted something at a museum, you could go get it. Like, let's be realistic. Uh, but at the party, Zemo was getting it in. He was fist pumping. There's another. This is another scene where I forgot that it was a, a Marvel TV show. Because it just felt so different. And so, like, not Marvel, but with glimpses of Marvel in it. It was really good. It's really good. Um, yeah, so Sharon finds out where Dr. Nagel is, so they go find him, and he's in some, like, shipping yard or something, whatever. Uh, Sam, Bucky, and Zemo are talking to Nagel, and he lets them know, like, oh, I was doing it for Hydra, and then the CIA picked me up and gave me blood samples from a subject which we learn is Isaiah 
and I was able to pull out the serum in his blood and recreate it because I'm a genius. Doctor was really full of himself, but he did something nobody else did, so touche to him. But then he was like, I got dusted in the blip, so my work was not finished. And when I came back, the power broker was like, hey, you can make it. I'll put up the money. He was doing it with him, and then Carly stole the twelve, the 20 vials I had. Uh, he was like, I don't know what the power broker is going to do to him, but uh, he is not going to be happy with that. And then um, um, right when he's like telling him all this... And they're asking him, is there any um, vows there? Sharon is literally outside kicking butt. Uh, like I said, they had a bounty on their head. So guys are trying to get uh, Smiling Tiger, Zemo, and Winter Soldier. And the longer they're there, the higher the bounty is. So they're really trying to get that money. And Sharon is out there just wasting, laying wasted dudes, headshotting guys, beating up guys, taking her guns. She is going off. There's another moment I forgot. This was a Marvel show. Like I was like, woo, because it was they. She was killing. They wasn't showing like blood splatter and stuff, but she was killing. I mean, I'm not surprised she was able to do this because we've seen her do this kind of in um, Civil War a little bit. Um, so I'm not surprised, but it was a great scene for her. But she ends up running in there, telling him, like, hey, we got to go there here. And Zemo somehow found a gun in the lab on Dr. Uh, Nuggle. I, I forgot how to pronounce his name. In his lab, and he shoots a doctor and kills him. We all know Zemo does not want to have the, syndri- the, um, the super serum out there because he doesn't believe in it. He wants to stop it at all costs. That's the main reason he went on this mission. Right after Zemo kills the doctor, one of the bad guys shoots a rocket at the lab and blows up the lab. They kind of get scattered. Nobody dies, of course. Their heroes are the leaders of the show. But... Uh, <laughs> Zemo kind of gets away a little bit. I say a little bit because he comes back. Uh, But Sharon, Sam, and Bucky are now in a firefight with these guys. And they're literally arguing during the firefight. And it's hilarious. Sam was like, I came out first. You're supposed to follow me. And Bucky's like, no, you got to clear the left side. He was like, no, I came out the right side. And it's hilarious. And they argue. And Sharon's looking at him like, we are in a firefight, guys. And out of nowhere, Zemo puts on his mask and goes to work. He is throwing hands, headshots, John wicking it up in here. He is clearing a path and he finds a car. They get in the car. They pretty much lay waste all these bounty hunters coming after him. They get in the car. Bucky sits in front. Sam gets in back. Sharon's like, look. I'm going to, you know, head back to my place. You guys let me know when you make a save. Sam, don't forget to try to get that pardon for me. And Sam's like, uh, you can come with us. He was like, nah, I'm good here. We let me know when I got that pardon. And she goes off. Sam goes, so you're not going to move up your seat, are you? <laughs> and Bucky goes, no. Callback. Beautiful moment. Uh, I like these callbacks. They're really good. They're really good. Uh <laughs> So they drive off and go back to the States. Here's the thing that makes me very suspicious of Sharon. She walks over to a lady. and She has her people there for some reason in the cut. And she goes, we have a we have a big problem. 
Well, we have a couple of them. I'll tell you when I'm in the car. I do not know what that means, what she's got playing, who she's working for, but that is very suspicious. Um, It could be some CIA stuff. Or it could be some, I don't think it would be GRC stuff. Because they would have just been like, hey, they're here. Um, it's got to be something else. Um, I don't know if it's power broker stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm, it's something to keep my eyes on. And remember, there are only six episodes. So there's three more episodes. So we're going to find out soon. Anyway, Sam, Bucky, Zemo are on their way back in the plane. And Sam is just like, oh, I can't believe what Sharon went through. This is crazy. How could we leave her like that? Uh, is it? It's just. It just irritates me that there is. Uh, what do you say? That people keeps getting steamrolled over this piece of metal. Maybe I did make a mistake. Maybe I should have just destroyed it. And Bucky's like, that shield means a lot to a lot of people. That shield saved lives. That shield is still saving lives. He's like, it means a lot to me. And before you destroy it, I'll take it myself. I'll be the new Captain America. And Sam was like, uh. Oh, I forgot they called um, Taurus and found out that uh, Carly's mom died too. Um, And Zemo goes, look, I have a safe house. We can go there and be safe and figure out our next move. On their way to the safe house... Uh, Bucky goes, hey, I'm going to go for a walk right before they go in the safe house. He walks up and picks up this bead. Not going to lie to you, at the moment, I did not realize what it was. I did not realize what it was. And then I hear the sounds, and I'm, I vaguely remember the sound, but I, I'm like, what is that sound? He finds another bead. Then he walks in this alleyway, and he's like, you dropped something. And then he goes, I was wondering how long it would take you to show up. And then Ayo, uh, one of the Dora Milages there, the lady that told uh, Black Widows, like, uh, move or you will be moved. She killed that scene. She's there. And she says in Wakanda, I'm here for Zemo. And that's the end of the episode. So we got Wakanda in here. I literally watched that right over again. Oh, this is why I want to do live watch because I just... I went crazy in that moment. That was amazing. I did not expect them to have Wakandas in this. I did not expect it at all. I should have expected it because the moment they um, broke out Zemo, Wakanda definitely would know what was going on. Uh, he did kill their king. So, of course, they about that justice. Um, this is really getting good. This is really getting good. I am, oh, I want to do live watches, but it comes out at like 2 in the morning. And I cannot be screaming. My wife would kill me and be watching the show at 3.30 in the morning yelling. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, great episode. Great episode. It wasn't, there. there's not like a big set fight piece necessarily like it's been the last two episodes. But the fights were still good. The cameos, the surprises, the information, amazing. Uh, amazing. Definitely can't wait to see the next episode to see what's going to happen. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Hit me down in the comments if you're watching YouTube. Hit me up on Black Equal on Instagram or Twitter if you're listening to the audio version on whatever podcast app you're listening to it. Also, go hit the like, five stars, and also share it. Let everybody you know know about it. 
so we all can enjoy it as well. But thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time.